Hello and welcome to We Were Hit by a Horse Trucking at East Hated Equestria. I am online and outside's beloved Graceful Spark. With me as always is my darling co-host, Spilled Beans. How you doing on this cold spring day, Beans? Uh, I'm, I'm doing pretty well. Uh, we got we got some nice nice coffee and stuff. Like, it's far more relaxing than last time we got to sit down and record. So, you know what? Yeah. Life's pretty good. Yeah, we got to come in from the cold and the not cold, warm up inside. Mm-hmm. You know, warm up inside a nice warm horse, you know. <laughs> all the classics. Yeah. You know, yeah, all, all, all the really good stuff. Yeah. Just gonna, I'm just gonna sip my coffee now. Oh, good. I, I like it when you're warm, dear. Oh. I love a warm, hydrated horse. I mean, I think coffee technically dehydrates you. Well, in that case, I'll have fluids to... weird. Well, yeah, in that case, well, we'll have to give you something else to drink. Okay. Just don't After burn your tongue. After the recording. Yeah, just yeah. don't burn your tongue, dear. Because today, dears. We are talking about Season 1, Episode 11, Winter Wrap-Up. Original air date December 24th, 2010. And we open with a sleepy spike and a twilight waking up. Because she's excited about Winter Wrap-Up Day, baby. Aw, she is just so very hype. Yeah. She's jazzed. She's excited. She's, like, awake two hours early. Yep. She gets up. She uh, tries to wake up Spike, like, hey, come on, Spike, it's winter wrap-up time. He's like, uh? Oh, mommy? You're not mommy, which is curious, because, like... Spike, you never met mommy. We Yeah, like, Spike never met whoever laid his egg. Yeah, like... Like... Listeners and I am not familiar with where Spike came from, but you are. The, all I know is that... Spike was given as an egg to Twilight as a gift by Celestia. Yeah, like, I don't think, that hasn't actually been said, like, in episode yet. Correct. I don't think. But, I, I guess Spike, Spike is correct, like, Twilight did not lay his egg, she's not a dragon. But why would his assumption be that he'd be, he'd be being woken up by his mother, then? He's sleepy. People say weird things when they're sleepy. That's okay. Look, all right. Spike was dreaming about a thick dragon milf. Ah, uh, that is fair. That is a good thing to to dream about. Actually, he, he, was, he was dreaming of those dragon mommy milkers. Ah, uh, a or, dream I have had before, and I will yeah. say, five out of five stars would dream again. Yeah, exactly. Or uh, drillkers. No, wait. Mm. <laughs> Gee, drillkers, Batman. <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, I refuse. Uh, spend less on milk. No. Ah. Uh, anyways, uh, Twilight. Uh, this is the first hint we get that like, uh, you're not allowed to use magic to do winter wrap up because Ponyville was founded by Earth ponies, and so they don't use magic to wrap up winter, which implies that like. The fact that the seasons don't change by themselves in really anywhere in Pony Civilization, because Spike mentions that they just use magic to do it in Cantalot as well. Mm-hmm. It's just, 
a natural process. Like that. Well, I mean, that yeah. Is like they even like seasons or like seasons have always been artificial in Equestria. Yeah, like that. That was the joke. Like what? Uh, even just last episode, that it was like, um, sure. The, but the Everfree Forest is unnatural because it has like normal seasons. Sure, but then where's where's the dividing line? Where did that come from? Why does why do seasons happen on their own in the Everfree Forest, but not in Ponyville? Like there's it seems like there's a hard line between no seasons and seasons. Uh, cause fucking uh, Celestia's a weird super princess who can just decree that weather doesn't happen normally in her like, her world like, like the, you have to like go to the horse zoning board and like okay so this plot of land that's incorporated now they have to handle their own weather now yeah yeah there's just a, there's just a hard line on equestria's border where it's just a pile of snow where everyone else is having winter fucked up anyway yeah <laughs> i i think we've had this conversation before and yeah it's it's real fucked up yeah, like, because yeah, I figured the, the manual season changing thing was like, I don't know, it was, it was something you opted into, right? But it implies that there are just like patches of Equestria that don't have seasons? Yeah. Or like, like if there weren't ponies living there, they would, it would just be the same stuff all the time. Wow, an entire season of like, just... Just central or southern United States, just just the exact same weather all year round. I mean, yes, like I'm I'm sure there's there's horse Seattle. Yeah. Every, yeah. Everyone, every, we, welcome to horse Seattle, Twilight. We've all got seasonal affective disorder. Okay. Would you like, but like, would you like to look at our big greenhouse balls or our big pointy thing? Like, d- well, we can throw a fish if you like. One, you know, you know, Ponyville's Seattle would be a saddle like joke. Oh yes, yeah, sea saddle. Yeah, it would have to be sea saddle or something like that. Yeah, but like, I I know in our not too distant future is going to be the Buffalo episode, right? Yeah, and like, yeah. okay, do the do they have to deal with it controlling their own seasons? Because they're like. In Equestria, even if they're not allowed to be considered real people, because ponies are weird. Yeah, like they're kind of be—they're kind of on the outskirts of Equestria. Like they're being colonized, right? Yeah. Like, oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah, or like what? Like what happens in like Griffinland, right? Do they? Yeah. D- d- is it wild? Did their seasons just happen? Like they don't have magic, but also you don't need magic to like make the seasons change, right? This used to just be, like, all Earth ponies. Yeah. Like, the only part of this whole process that doesn't make sense to me is the, like, clouds thing. And we'll get to that later. Yeah. Like, I guess they could just, like... Because there's the... There's, like, the the Pegasus, like, city town that's not too far away. The the one that spawns, you know, the the Rainbow Factory, uh, like, creepypasta story thing. Um, like, they probably just, like, hire some Pegasi from there to do their, like, weather control. Mm-hmm. Hire a samurai voice. Hire some Pegasi. Yeah. Is this anything? I mean, 
that seems close enough. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, or like, I don't know. It seemed like they would still have like, it seemed like they would still have like normal wind or whatever. Like, I don't know. It's weird. I, I don't think they really thought this through all that well, to be honest. Uh, I do appreciate this episode does have like the, the Chekhov's chest checklist there yeah. at the start of like Twilight yeah. getting all her stuff together, including being so prepared. She made a spot on the checklist for trying to wake up Spike and he will be grumpy and go back to bed. Yeah. Like, that's fucked up stuff. <laughs> like Twilight, that's rude. I mean, <laughs> it's right, but. Yeah, he's asleep. He's not going to hear it. Uh, uh, yeah, so Twilight's all excited. Uh, we learned that you can't use magic to change the seasons in Ponyville. That's horse illegal. Yeah. Uh, or as we call it here in Equestria, illegal. Yeah. And, yeah, Twilight uh, seemed really excited to be a weather cop. It was kind of weird. Uh, and then and then she puts on her nice warm saddle and her oh, scarf. Yes. It's it seems weird that I, I guess it makes sense for Twilight to own a saddle because like sometimes Spike rides her around. But like Spike doesn't seem to have any issue with riding her bareback and she doesn't really plan on taking Spike with her anyways. So like, yeah, uh, why do you have saddles at a world without humans, Twilight? I mean, like. Like, it's not, we've seen this before. Like, yeah. we've seen, Rarity does this as well. Rarity but loves to put saddles in her outfits. Yeah, which, like, it, there's the obvious explanation that this is a kink thing, but, like. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Yes. This is my sex having coat. My winter I, sex coat. I would like to put forward that we have never seen, like, I, I'm, I'm going through my memory of, like, every episode I've seen and, and, like, all the, like, fan art and stuff. I have never seen. Like a little little fucking child pony wearing a saddle. Mm-hmm. It's a kink thing. <laughs> uh, do you make like normal warm outfits? No. No, I do not. The children are warm enough in their very <laughs> soft fur. The, the, the kids are all right. And by all right, I mean they're plenty warm because we don't have any non-kinky winter wear. Look, their like, little legs are so small and they don't have necks like... <laughs> they they are very good at uh, regulating their internal body temperature. Every time uh, we see them in winter wrap up, they're just bouncing all over the place. Like these kids, yeah. these kids are not freezing. Well, and the weird thing is that, like, despite all this, when we actually see the ponies in winter wrap up, none of them are dressed for the weather. Like they're all wearing vests because that's how they organize themselves. But like, even Twilight is wearing her scarf and saddle. Yeah, it's kind of it's. So, it's so once like, again the thing of just like outfits only exist for as long as they are needed to make a vibe and then as soon as the vibe is set they just get rid of the outfits because that's easier to animate i mean exist I'm- yeah oh yeah. fuck yeah i we are being animated well, at least well we are and you and i aren't but they are yeah uh but like yeah like uh, as far as everyone else knows we just exist in in voice mode baby we could be doing whatever we wanted right now, and it costs the same. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, look, look, Lauren Faust, we need to talk. Get us in an episode of My Little Pony, please, thank you. <laughs> I know the show isn't running anymore. You but... can put us in G5. We'll still complain about it, but, like, you know. Yeah. We know well, you're out there. Yeah. Lauren Faust, email us at <laughs> horse at isekai.horse. We might uh, read your letter on the air. <laughs> Or on the uh, mare, and by that I mean I will climb on top of beans and read it, if you ask nicely. Oh, whoa. Look, it worked for the McElroys. I'm just gonna say it. Uh, uh, Grace and Beans will be in uh, the 
Gen 5 second movie. There we go. <laughs> Let's get that hashtag trending. Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, baby. Grace and Beans will be in Gen 5. Ah. Uh, yes, Spark we and will beans. do this. Ah. Uh, yeah. But, so, I really, I took this as, like, it can't be that cold outside while they're doing winter wrap-up then. I mean, yeah, it's it's the day right before spring starts. Like, it's... Yeah. Does that mean that they control, like, weather in a, in a very physical sense, but, like, they don't control the larger air currents that, like, are what change, like, temperature? I guess they can't control how far away the sun is. That's sort of Celestia's thing. Yeah, but, like, and, I'm, and I'm sure she, like... in Equestria. Yes? It... I know we've talked about this before. I'm not going to yeah. relitigate, like, what the sun situation is. Like, do... do, do do the Griffins have a different sun? Or is are they kind of at Celestia's mercy? But like... Because, remember, there is an argument in this episode about the Pegasite can't warm it up too quickly, otherwise the snow will all melt at once and flood the animal dens. Uh, there is... there There is a whole amount of, like, meteorolo meteorological physics going on here that the show did not think people were going to ask questions about. Well, because it's about the Pegasite controlling the level of cloud cover, you know? Yeah. Which, but that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Th we're getting way ahead of ourselves, but I will say, yeah. they could just pile all the clouds, like, on top of where the all the animals are being woken up so, like, other stuff can thaw. Like, well... Yeah, that might work. Or, like, punch a hole, like, where the fields are that they're trying to clear up. Yeah, like... Ah. Uh, we really need to talk about the song before we start talking about stuff after yeah, the song. Yep, yeah, yep. Yeah. So, Twilight gets all dressed up. She's like, ah, oh, gosh, gosh dang it. Ah, oh, beans. Uh, yeah. Too early. It's still night out. And then the theme song happens, and then we, we come to Twilight kind of walking into... The town square, or whatever, the place where Mayor Mayor talks and gives speeches to ponies. Uh, we yeah. see, but we see Bubble Wrap flying there above the crowd. And, yeah, there's, uh, there's quite a few like ponies we've seen before. I actually really like that. Like, I think every single side pony that's like actually had like a cutie mark attached to them shows up in this episode. Aw, good horses. Yeah. yeah, just like we see, uh, like we see Carrot Top and so on. We see Spike being all sleepy. Spike will be sleepy this entire episode. Yeah, I have a theory on that, but we can talk about that later. My theory? It's cute when the dragon is sleepy. Correct. Not quite 100% my theory, but yes, that also. Mm -hmm. yeah. And then we get Mayor Mayor, who's given a speech about, uh, all right, everyone, we're going to do winter wrap up really good this year. And then she, like, explains, like, she and Twilight wind up explaining that there are three vests, th three uh, winter wrap-up genders. Mm-hmm. Blue vest for weather, uh, tan vest for animal, and green vest for plant. Yeah, like, they all have a little bit of overlapping jobs as we go through, yeah. but yeah, for the most part, yeah. Yeah, wrapping up winter is a holistic process, and naturally, people's jobs are going to have some overlap. And Twilight has no idea which of these three gangs she wants to join. Yeah. Yeah, she makes much ado about, like, oh, how do I know which one I'm going to join? But uh, uh. as we as we pan over this crowd, uh, we see Lyra in the back jumping up and down. She has this very good and very well-memed face. Mm. This, like, 
she's like clearly bouncing up. I think it's the same one we saw like earlier with Nightmare Moon at the the place where Nightmare Moon showed up. Yeah, like she's, she's kind of bouncing up and down behind the crowd with like this big old smile. Mm-hmm. Also, like Bon Bon was way up in the front row. Yeah. Yeah. Lyra was looking for her wife girlfriend. Yeah, valid. Her girl wife. Ah, <laughs> uh, you know, girl wife, unlike normal <laughs> wife. Understood. You've tried male wife, now try girl wife. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, now I understand. It's a female order bride. Uh, I love you, she wife. Ah, <laughs> uh, oh man. Ah, uh, wifeus. Ah. Uh. All right. And then Twilight's like, oh, how will I know which team to join? What does every pony do? And then the song starts. Uh, before we get into the song, I will say uh, my brain has been trying to make a joke about Twilight just trying to decide if she wants to join the sharks, the jets or the brown coats. <laughs> <laughs> it's not good. The joke's bad. Uh, Let's welcome, go into the song. Welcome to Horse Side Story. Right? <laughs> we, do, we just have Nazis in here, too. Don't worry about it. Uh Everyone keeps asking me, yo, tw- yo, Twiwody, where'd you get that fresh pepperoni? It's nothing. Anyways, I, song time. <laughs> uh, look, horses can't snap hooves. Like, there's no way that that movie could be remade with horses. I guess they could, like, you know, clomp their, their hooves against the ground. Oh, fuck. Uh, my brain, my brain is doing the animation work. I can't do this. <laughs> the, the, the real question is, like... Because West Side Story is, it's about race. Yes. I, who who do you make the, what's the horse equivalent of a bunch of Puerto Rican immigrants? I, there, how can you say a sentence like that and then expect me to answer and not feel like anything <laughs> I say is going to be, like, instantly taken in the worst possible yeah, way? Yeah, no, like, there's no answer to this, right? No. Like, I mean, the obvious the real answer, sidestepping that question, is like, it's just Romeo and Juliet. Yes. Uh, so so you make Horse Romeo and Horse Juliet, which is a story that apparently already exists in this universe. Yes. As, again, just Casanova, which is a little yeah. disconcerting. Yeah. Uh, and <sighs> now it's song time, baby. Yes. Yes. Uh, when so you're fun. a jet, you're a jet all the way. No. No, it's Winter Rapper. No. Ah, beans. I messed up my notes uh, already. Ah. Uh, yeah, so if you're one of our listeners who doesn't watch the show, um, look up Winter Wrap-Up on YouTube. The song slaps. It's If you thought uh, a children's show for young girls made in, like, the, what, what was this, like, early 2010s? If you thought that yeah. would be bad for music... You're wrong. Yeah. Uh, I need you to go listen to Winter Wrap-Up, please. Yeah, like, uh, I, part of this might be the nostalgia speaking, but, like, when the song came on, I just started singing along. Like, I couldn't not. Yeah, I, I was, I was, I mean, we we were both doing the work with everyone else out there, so we yeah. had to be, you know? Like, yeah. It, if like, there's... Join the chorus. Exactly, right? Like, uh, you gotta... Yeah, like if you're doing some hard work, getting a getting a song going to do the rhythm right. Uh, winter wrap up's a little too high tempo for a working song, but you know what? It's fine. Yeah, it's one of those montage songs. I don't think it's entirely diegetic. It it doesn't really matter. 
Because yeah. really, the, the point is to explain to Twilight and the audience uh, what Winter Wrap-Up is and why we're doing it. And why all of her friends in particular, who all have like little like solo bits, yeah. why, why all of them love Winter Wrap-Up individually. Yeah, or at least like why it's necessary. Yeah. Because like, like that's the first thing they do is that like, you know, it's three months of winter coolness and awesome holidays. I'm not going to do the whole song, otherwise I will do the whole song. You know, basically, yeah, like, yeah, winter is great, but, like, we're running out of food and we need to grow more. Yeah. Um, and I do kind of get the sense that, like, you know, there is a date for this. Like, Mayor Mayor is specifically worried that, like, every year we are late wrapping up winter, and let's not do that this year. And then... It's a scandal every year. Yeah. Yeah, every... She says, like, every year it's a scandal and nightmare or whatever. Mm -hmm. and, like, the other towns are talking shit about us or whatever. Yeah, it's it's not it's not great that Ponyville keeps being late to get spring here. Yeah, like, if nothing else, it's, it's embarrassing. Like, it applies, yeah. like, you, you can't get stuff done. Yeah. Also, uh, the song does have some down-tempo moments that mm -hmm. come in, and it's always Twilight just being like, Aw, oh, nah, how can I do anything when I don't have my one personality trait, magic? Yeah. Oh, no! Yeah. How can I do anything if I'm not allowed to do magic, ever? As if yep. that's, you know, the only thing Twilight ever do. Yep. Uh, in this song, yeah, well, the background pony watching this song is, uh, we get Doctor Who's in there. Uh, yes, he's actually in this episode quite a bit. Not, not like as anything, just as like as a background pony. Yeah, no, I noticed him quite a lot around. He's he's yeah. apparently very big on making sure he's out helping during winter wrap up. Which you know what? Yeah, good. Yeah, you know it's this big like civic episode. It, I imagine it's the sort of thing where like, hey, you do it because like it has to be done, all hooves on deck sort of thing. Yeah, but it also you know everyone's gonna be weird about it if you don't do it. Yeah, like oh, did you hear that? Pimbledy Wimbledy didn't do winter wrap up. Ah, uh, Pimbledy Wimbledy isn't a pony name. I don't know why I I went for that, but here we are. Yeah. See, the problem is I'm, I'm trying to think of any pony name, and it's either like other fan ponies that I know of, like a few of the a few of the fans that have been like talking to us, and like we've gotten to meet their ponies, which yeah. is nice. Like, and I don't want I want to like I don't know, call out any of them. I don't want to accidentally say a pony name that's, you know, a pony we give a shit about. Yeah. Oh, how about this? Oh, oh, uh, Pengus Wingus. No, no, I refuse. Glitter Spirit didn't fucking show up. <laughs> there fucking, we go. Fucking Glitter Spirit and Lady Moonshine were off doing their own <laughs> shit. Yeah, I can't believe Glitter Spirit and Lady Moonshine were off making booze in the woods again instead of helping with winter wrap up. Right? Look, I understand ice wine. I don't understand ice moonshine. I sound like a better joke in my head. That's okay, dear. Ah. Uh. Would it help if I kissed your head so I came up with better jokes? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that wouldn't work. I will take the smooch, though, please. Thank you. Good. Mwah. Oh, hey. Ah. Uh. So one of, the, one of the things the winter wrap-up really made me very aware of is... There are a lot of ferrets in Ponyville. Yeah. I did not realize there were quite so many. And you know, there's so many little uh, rodents and mustelids and such. I mean, 
yeah, to be clear, they are wonderful tube friends, and they yeah. are perfect. Ferrets are wonderful, but, like, wow, there are, like, rabbits and ferrets and porcupine and skunks, and, like, yeah. that is, that just is what we have. There's a few squirrels, but there mm-hmm. are, uh, The folks that has were like, oh, we're not gonna draw more animals. There are also snakes and bats, which we'll see. Mm-hmm. But, uh... But so, go for, like, the, the traditional forest critters. It's just... Yeah. Ferrets. Like, I, I love them, but, the, God, that seems so very out of the <laughs> out of the usual for, like, the climb. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, like, they're... I don't know, they're mean. Eh. Aren't they? Or at least, like, they have a reputation for that. I, it feels weird to call any given animal mean. Especially uh, here where, like, they could be clearly be sweet-talked. Um... Most mean ferrets are probably because they're, like, understimulated pets. Yeah, no, that that makes sense. Yeah, ferrets need a lot of attention. Or Mm -hmm. a second ferret. Like, honestly, you want to have just, like, four ferrets in a cage that have lots of toys, and, like, you let them them out and run around together and stuff. Yeah, that that makes sense. According to the square tube law, the longer the tube, the more you gotta play with it. Exactly. That's why Beans has to suck my cock every night. Uh, Correct. Anyway, during the song, we uh, we get a nice scene of Colgate like singing with Berry Punch, and they kind of rub noses together. That was cute. Ah, oh, yeah. These two horses fucking. Yeah, and also we get there's a couple of different like riffs on Bubble Wrap's design this episode. Like we get the normal Bubble Wrap with her blonde hair and yellow eyes, but we also see her with blue eyes. Yeah, yeah. There were a few ponies that like there's one that kind of had a little bit more like Rainbow Dash like bangs going and was a little bit more blue colored yeah yeah we see one near the end with like purple hair yeah and they even call her ditzy doing the episode which is yeah i was yeah i was a little surprised that the very bad fan name for that character got worked in so very quickly yeah that's the less bad of them yes that's yeah that's definitely the better one but i mean it's look bubble wrap has a hard enough job she doesn't need this other stuff going on yeah it's already hard being a male horse Right? I tried it once. That wasn't my thing. Now I'm a mare. <laughs> oh, here I was trying to figure out a good HRT joke. <laughs> uh, good thing I went on horse replacement therapy. Now uh, I get all she... the now I get all the hormones I need from beans here. Uh, she's a male horse. <laughs> Manipulate mansplain male horse. <laughs> Uh, uh, fuck yes I mean that, that makes sense this episode really is about Twilight embracing her inner girl boss god fuck oh shit <laughs> oh I don't like that you're right uh I always am I'm a freaking horse Cassandra over here <laughs> oh uh, fuck but uh like, so song ends and actually, uh there's one thing I do want to comment yeah. on with the song and it's um as always seems to be the case uh, Applejack has, like, the worst job. Like, just, everyone else is having fun and singing, but, like, everyone on Applejack's team, like, having to, like, plow the fields of snow and then, like, like, get them ready to plant seeds. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they've got the busiest, hardest job. Yeah. And all of them already, like, even in the song, they have, like, a, a note of doom and, like, the little bags under their eyes and stuff. Yeah, like, and, they have they have the hardest job, the most important job, because, like, it's made very clear that, like, if we can't plant, we won't have any food, we're going to die. Yeah, and, like, 
Everyone else has, like, choreographed shit where they just, like, pop out of snow that someone else is hauling, which means that person's, like, hauling another horse's worth of weight <laughs> rather than that person, like, helping. Yeah. Like, everyone else gets to goof off in the song, and Applejack's team is, are just like, oh, man, oh, man, if we don't do this, everyone dies. Yeah, everyone else has, like, relatively fun, like, lightweight jobs. Like, you yeah. know, oh, Fluttershy gets to talk to all the animals, and Rarity's job is making nests for the birds? Which Look, seems that's weird, good but... And, it, that is good and cool, and we will talk yeah. about that. I, I'm a bird appreciator. I can't be too mm -hmm. mad about this. Um, Yeah, but then, like, that's always how it goes, isn't it? Because yeah. some folks, some folks who uh, uh, are more used to the manual labor, shall we say, uh, get the hard, shitty job that sucks. Yeah. Ah, uh, it's it's mm, there's some there's some classism discussion to have. Yeah, here. yeah. E even uh, even in our no magic holiday, the Earth ponies are stuck with the hard job that sucks. Yeah, and they enforce it themselves. Yeah, admittedly, part uh, of that's because like it's made very clear the Twilight cannot push a plow, but like it still sucks. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, yeah, <sighs> like. Like, Twilight could also, like, use her magic to help just, like, wouldn't have to push a plow. She could just, like, lift snow. We've seen her harvest an entire mountainside of apples in one go. Yes, but like, remember, no magic. Yes, I, I realize. As we've had yeah. discussed so many times before, the show do like, does put a caveat in the episode, because if they didn't, the episode would just end. Yeah, and I get it, right? It's about, like, you know... Wanting to help out, trying to find, like, your place where you fit in. Because, yeah, like, it does it does kind of suck to be in Twilight's situation. Where, like, you know, yeah. you, you know, you're at a thing. You're at this, like, big community event. You're expected to help out, and you want to help out. But, like, what you do no you do? no idea. Like, everyone else has already done this lots of times. They already know their team. They know what their jobs are. Like, they're off doing their shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's it's hard being the new the new pony in town. Like yeah. I get it, especially if like you know you're not particularly good with your hands or hooves. Like you know, you're not like, like you you don't like know how to do anything here because like it's not something you've had to do before. Like when everyone else had to bend together with you to kill you know space Satan, uh, your embodiment was magic, and the town said, "Hey, today no magic." Like yeah. what are you supposed to do with that? Yeah, I get it. Like it's. Yeah. It's difficult to find like what you can do. I I complete. It's sympathetic. I I get it. Yeah, but yeah. When when the song ends, we do we do actually we start with rarity, right? No, we start with Rainbow Dash. Uh, oh right, yeah. Yeah. So Twilight like comes comes up on Rainbow Dash, who's like, you know, all right, you go get the go get the birds. You go push clouds around or whatever. Yeah. And then uh, Twilight's like, oh hi Rainbow Dash. It, it, uh, hey, can I help, uh, with clouds or birds? And Rainbow Dash just, like, flaps her wings. Ah, uh, excellent. <laughs> well, we'll come back to this in five seasons. Yeah. God, did they have a second winter wrap-up where Twilight does help with the clouds <laughs> then? Like, uh, actually, seriously, I do want this in my life. Uh, one way to find out, I have, I don't think so, but, like, I haven't seen the entire show. One yeah. way to find out. Yeah, like, I, I, I cannot wait for the the days where we're going to be entering episodes that, like, I've just never seen before and yeah. you've seen. And then it's going to be double fun to hit the point of just, like, neither of us have seen this content. Neither of us know what we're walking into. Yeah. 
we can no longer be sure how we're going to try and weasel into the background of scenes. We need to be very careful about which way the camera is pointed. We need to be very horse vigilant. Uh, we'll have we'll have years of practice by then. Yeah. Uh, ah. Yeah. 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 So let's see. Spike is sleepy. Mm-hmm. He's kind of like I think just kind of riding on Twilight's back, all like sleepy and complaining. And uh, yeah, he's being a real piece of shit. Yeah. Yeah. I get it, yeah. Someone woke me up early and then, like, kept dragging me around. I would also be sleepy. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. He's just, he's just kind of being grumpy right now, which makes some sense. Yeah, like, if I was, you know, again, putting myself in Spike's claws? Feet? Putting myself in Spike's feet, I, uh, you know, if I were a child... One who was woken up, you know, before they usually get up for something that they they were not told about. Or even if they were, like, you know. It's still nice to be woken up early. He's the one who first brings up the fact magic isn't allowed, so, like... Yeah. He knows. But also, like, yeah, he clearly does not want to be up. Yeah. And that's fair. Yeah, like, he's kind of like, Twilight, why don't you just use your magic to fix the thing, and then we can go back to bed. Uh, Yeah. And... To, to Twilight's credit, like, she's feeling alienated for not using her magic, yeah. but, like, she is definitely, like, no, like, they say no magic. I'm gonna respect that they say no magic. Yeah, like, yeah, she wants Their tradition to... is don't use magic. It sucks for me, but I won't use magic. Yeah, she's giving it an honest try to, like, find her place. That's mm-hmm. a good way to put it. She's giving it an honest try and, like, it wants to do something that will help. Yeah, like... What can she do to both, like, not be an asshole and bring magic in when people explicitly say no magic and, like, actually still help? Yeah. It's, I'm pretty sure the moral at the end of this episode is is not about that. But, like, that's a pretty fucking good moral, actually. Like, even if you think you know better, like, at some level, respecting some other people's, like, traditions and shit... And not just, like, stomping in because you think you know better because, you know. Yeah. I've never done winter wrap-up, but I can do magic, so clearly I'll do it better than you. Like, Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's I, good. Respect for tradition is not exactly a thing I would call a perfect moral, but, like... Yeah, no, it's, you know, yeah, like, it's the sort of thing where, like, well, some traditions are shitty and bad, like, doing something, doing something harmful because it's tradition is bad. Yeah. But, like, this is a... You're new to a place, and, like, I, I don't know, you, you'll get what I'm saying. Like, yeah, like, the, the town does a big activity together that, like, everyone comes together for, and, like, it's it's a big, and, like, all of them are clearly excited to do it. Yeah. And, like, they basically have one fucking rule, and it's no magic, and just being like, I'm gonna come in here, and having never been involved in this before... And I'm go- I'm just gonna shit on everyone's plans by saying, actually, yes, I am gonna use magic. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Do a winter wrap-up or two. If you think you can use magic, like, you should weasel some magic in afterwards. Eh, okay. Yeah. Some, like, tra- yeah, some traditions are shitty and bad, but this one, like, this one is harmless. It's kind of mm-hmm. fun. It's, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's a yeah. necessary weather-related ritual that the entire town gets involved in. Like, yeah. That's, that's cool. It's chill. Everyone's generally having fun, except for the Earth ponies working with Applejack, who are drastically overworked. But, you know, that's yeah. a thing. Yes, yes, we were. Thank you, dear. Uh, yeah. Look, uh, I, 
I actually kind of had Twilight's problem too. Like, I'm I I'm not strong enough to push a plow around. Like, I don't. Yeah, you're my my. You are strong my, enough to get plowed, but that doesn't really help. Right? Like, uh, I I know, dear. If if I could have if I could have fucked you, and that would have helped wrap up winter. That would have solved two birds with one stone. That yes. Was, that would have fed two birds with one scone. Indeed. Uh, like, I can't, can't fly. Like, my, 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 my artistic talents are not of the nest variety, and, I don't know, Rarity and I butt heads when we talk about artistic stuff. So I you, can't really do, you, do that. Do you butt heads and then your horns rub? Uh, sometimes, but it's not, like, a, I mean, like, you saw how she was with that, like, Applejack and the whole sleepover thing. Yeah. I can feel the vibes of that starting anytime the two of us start talking about like Aww. artistic stuff. So like yeah. I'm just trying not to look. I don't I don't know if I want a rivals to lovers uh, experience with rarity. I'm still working on like hanging it with Fluttershy more. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, no, like I'm 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 just out here like providing like coffee and and, and hot chocolate and stuff to all these fucking hardworking ponies. The reason I was showing up so often to the Earth Pony section with you guys, even if. I mean, look, occasionally stealing a smooch every now and then was part of that, too. But well, like, of course. You've raised, you, you you raised my spirits, dear. I appreciated it. Yeah, you, you, guys, you guys needed the, the energy to keep going a little bit more than the other ones who were able to just, like, fuck around a bit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> yeah, Rarity's... Now we're off to Rarity, or is there some yeah, more no, with... We, we're off to Rarity. We are, uh, who is making nests for the birds. Which, like, I will say... Rarity is making very nice free housing for people who cannot always live there. That is some good socialist efforts right yeah. there, actually. I approve. Yeah, it's, it is kind of funny how, like, Rarity feels the need to explain what a nest is. Like, you know, for birds to live in and lay eggs in and such. To be fair, Twilight did ask, so <laughs> yeah. Rarity did need to answer. Yeah, no, it's it's just, it's silly that it had to happen, but it the good nest. Huh? Twilight's Look, not maybe not, there's kids who don't know. It's yeah. fine. Twilight's not much of a bird aficionado. Yeah, she doesn't know the ways birds seem and behave. Yeah, there's there's a reason that I've I've made sure Pemka's not around when Twilight comes to visit for yeah. coffee. You saw the way she squeezed that one bird later on, right? Like, oh, yeah, not comfortable with that. Yeah. That seemed unnecessary, to be honest. Like, I, Very. I don't think that bird made... The bird wasn't any louder than, like, a noise you could have made yourself, Twilight. Yeah, seriously. Oh. <sighs> the bird made it sound like a whistle, and she's girl boss mode at that... Mm. Doesn't matter. We need yeah. to get there. Yeah, yeah. Girl bossing is when you squeeze a bird. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like it. Uh, me neither. I, I just calls them like I sees them. Yeah. But, uh... Ah. Uh. Yeah, so... So Twilight's like, oh, can I help make nests? And Rarity's like, yes, yes you can, here. And then she uses her magic to lift up and dump out a basket full of parts for Twilight. I guess that doesn't count as using magic. Um, and I mean, then... I, how else is she gonna do it? I get it. Um, you remember how I mentioned that whole, like, once you've done winter wrap-up of you things, like, sneaking in a little magic? Like... I don't think anyone's gonna, like, no one's gonna give Rarity shit for just, like, I use magic to make the piles a little faster, I'm sorry. Like, yeah. I'm not- We were running late, like, how else did yeah. you want me to, like, move that basket? Come on. Yeah, like, the little shit like that makes a lot of sense yeah. to me. 
But anyway. Yeah, yeah. So she tries to, like, yeah. coach Twilight through making a nest, which is a very baffling experience, because, like, Twilight just goes, and Rarity, like, tries to give advice and then stops halfway through each sentence, because Twilight's just not listening to her. Yeah, and, uh, yeah, and, like, we're kind of just looking at Rarity's face because they didn't want to have to animate Twilight making a basket wrong. And, um, yeah. so we just kind of get rarely, like, wincing and, like, trying your best to be like, oh, well, weave that in there. Well, what if you but take some ribbon and, and, uh, well, we see Twilight's nest and it's, it's bad. Um, it's a, it's a very bad nest. Yeah, like, we get a, a pretty funny exchange where, um, uh, Spike is like, oh, that nest should be condemned. Or like, oh, Spike, it's not so bad. Maybe the birds could use it as a, Spike's like, an outhouse? It's yeah, a good like, nest for birds to poop in. Like, the thing is, if you look at Twilight at that point, she is, like, just, like, face-planted into the nest. She looks like she's fucking crying. Like, yeah. she's extremely aware that she's fucked up and doesn't, like... Yeah. All, all her gusto to try and help is just like, oh, man, I can't do this. Yeah, Twilight is very expressive in this episode, and in this scene in particular, like, there's a lot of, like... Good, very good, like, nervous smiles and a lot of, like, good anguish and, like... Yeah. I, yeah, I get it, Twilight. I I couldn't work with my hands very well back when I had fingers. I I would also fuck up a nest something fierce. Yeah. Uh, there's and, a reason like, I didn't even try. And, like, this is when Spike starts hitting, like... He's fully awake now. He's not, like, being tired and grumbly. Yeah. But, like, damn, he's going into full, like, just savage asshole little brother mode. Yeah. He knows how to get her ass. Yeah, it's not great. Yeah. And that's really Spike's rule this entire time. Like, he, he's helpful later on, but, like, his job is mostly just to, like, give Twilight the business. To really rub salt in the wound. Yeah, he's he's just got an entire fistful of salt, and he's just rubbing it in every wound he can find. It is it is rough, this mm -hmm. episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, Ra Rarity, like, steps in to try and fix Twilight's... Nest, yeah. and, and then she spends the rest of the episode mostly trying to fix Twilight's nest. Yeah, Twi Twilight somehow made such a fucking negative nest, negative quality nest. It doesn't matter what Rarity does, she can't fix it. Well, which makes sense, right? Like, this is made of like hay and sticks, and like past a certain point, it's a lost cause. Yeah, like, you can't you can't unsnap that twig. But I can see how Rarity, you know, sometimes when you're in a hole, the only option is to keep digging, like. At some point, like, it's not about, it's not about making the most nests, it's about trying to fix this to show Twilight it's not all bad or whatever. Yeah, like, one of the things I do notice with this as we go forward is, like, aside from maybe Rainbow Dash, like, most of, like, Twilight's friends actually seem to be, like, trying to be good friends in this yeah. episode. Like, Rarity, for the, like, perfectionist artist she is, is... Trying to be supportive. Yeah. Yeah, like, everyone... She's, she's not doing it well, but, like, she, yeah. it's, she's clearly trying, which is a step up yeah. from what we've seen up till now. Yeah, like, pretty much everyone Twilight talks to is, like, at least is willing to give her a fair shake. Like, Rainbow Dash is like, yeah, I'd love to have your Twilight, but, like, you physically cannot help. And, yeah. and Applejack does the same thing. She's like, Twilight, I don't think you physically can, to be honest. Which, she's correct. <laughs> yeah. Like, um, Twilight, this is this is not the thing you can help with, actually. I, like, I appreciate it, but, like, are you sure? 
Yeah. Ah, uh, but first, first we have to get to Pinkie the, Pie, the fucking savior of Ponyville, Pinkie Pie. Yep, and uh, yep. So Twilight comes across Pinkie Pie, who is uh skating. Her job is to score the ice so that when the Pegasus ponies let the sun come out, it will melt along the scores and then melt more better. Yeah. Uh, increase in surface tension. Uh, surface area. Yeah. Key. Yeah, it, yeah, ensures it melts along the lines and then you have these... Yeah, blah, blah, blah. It makes sense. And then, um... Yeah. yeah. She was a yeah, skater... Twilight. She was a skater pie. She said, see you later, pie. Yes, thank you. Very good. Ah. Uh, uh, she does also reference that um, that she's been doing this job since she was like a little little filly, and like she does refer to herself as as Twinkie Pie, a, as a an itty bitty little Twinkie Pinky. She says that's it. Yes, Twinkie which, Pinky, which implies Pinkie Pie trans. I think Pinkie Pie trans. <laughs> which uh, you know what? Yeah, okay. I've known some trans girls like Pinkie Pie. Yeah. Alternatively, uh, Pinkie, like Twilight, is a girl twink. Yes. Both of these options are good. We need to we need to have more more research to figure out which is which is the correct answer. Yeah. <laughs> Be sure to vote in our poll. Pinkie Pie, <laughs> girl twink or twink girl? <laughs> oh man. <laughs> This uh. sounds like something that would be found on Mastodon. <laughs> I miss that site. Uh, yeah. I hope people on the elephant website are doing okay. All we have here uh. are actual elephants somewhere, I assume. Yeah, we haven't seen one yet, but it's a long way for one of those to travel. Yeah. Yeah. I have to put all my posts somewhere, and that usually just means I have to subject beans to them. I mean, they are they are great posts, I'm gonna be honest. Damn right, dear. Thank you. Uh, maybe I should start putting some of them up on the Twitter, but I don't know. We'll, eh, we'll see. Yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair enough. Like, where else am I gonna post something like you know, where's my Kenny mug? Do 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 do. Like, I have to get that thought out out of my head somehow. And like, I, I have to say, it is extremely adorable to hear you just like, folks. She'll just occasionally like poke her head into the room I'm in and just and just say it. <laughs> she'll just get my attention and then just say things and then just walk out of the room. And usually because I'm just giggling too much to be able to really give much comment. But like, <laughs> it's super cute. Aw. Aw. Very gay of you, dear. What? Uh, I'm glad you enjoy it because like, if I don't let the thoughts out of my head, I'll just say something like, you know, if you see my girth certificate, you'll see how I'm built like a tuna can or, <laughs> or cat girls keep asking me if I do anal. Uh, you know, like uh, otherwise, new guy just dropped stigma <laughs> mail. <laughs> yeah, see, like if if you don't let these out, they just bounce around your head forever, and they burn a hole in there. Yeah. Ah, uh, but yeah, so I, I have embraced the wonderful advice, and it is: do not kill the part of yourself that cringes. Sorry, fuck. Let me start that again. I've I've tried to start living by some really good advice of uh. Don't kill the part of you that's cringe. Kill the part of you that cringes, and it's very yeah. good. Yeah, kill the kill the cringe cop in your head. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, so defund that cringe cop. <laughs> Put that money directly into more cringe content. Ah. <laughs> uh, ah. Uh, speaking of cringe, um, like I'm 
Uh-huh. I'm born Canadian, and I, I never got the hang of ice skating. It was never a skill I got. Oh, I'll teach you how to skate, dear. I mean, I, I could skate when I had two legs. I'm hoping the skills transfer to having four. See, I'm hoping having four legs means that I have a better, like, distribution of balance. So I don't just keep fucking falling over because one skate, like, kind of lost an angle and just went, went yeah. under a foot. Yeah. Plus, like, it's somewhat harder to fall over. Not impossible, yeah. as we saw, but... Yeah. Yeah, Twilight shows us it's very easy to be a very bad skating horse. Yeah. So, yeah, so what happens here is, like, so Pinkie Pie is skating around during most of this conversation, but then, like, near the end, it, like, kind of pulls it on Twilight, and Pinkie Pie, like, she's sitting down, and she's kind of skating in, and there's a very good and very subtle joke where she just, like, kind of stops on a dime. Like, she doesn't slow down. She just, like, somehow while she's sitting and skating, stops in just the right place to talk to Twilight. Yeah. And again, like, Pinkie Pie's, like, being a pretty good friend and, like, actually trying to, like, teach Twilight how to skate. Yeah. Like, yeah, there's like, some, like, legitimately good friendship going on here. Yeah. Twilight's like, hey, uh, you have a lot of, like, lakes to score. Can I help you with that? And Pinkie's like, yeah, sure, let's get you skated up. Uh, let's see I what you can you do. I heard say Twinkie Pie. <laughs> she, called her, <laughs> she called herself a Twinkie Pinkie. It's fine. Well, yeah, I know. Well, she used to be a Twinkie Pinkie. Yeah, and then she grew up into this this weird monster we now deal with. A Twinkie Pinkie is when you fill Pinkie Pie with cream. Thank you. Oh, I'd rather not. Yeah, me That neither. does not sound like a good time. Like, Although, as fun as it would I'm be, sure the cakes have already done that. Like, as fun as it would be to cuck Weird Al. <laughs> Can we go in a single episode without mentioning this? <laughs> or like... <laughs> Well, like, or like, at this point in the time, they haven't met yet, so I guess Weird Al would be cuckolding me, which I, which I don't think I would want. I, I like the I guy, know, I, but it would be very funny. <laughs> I mean, I, it's Weird Al. He'd find some way to make cucking you funny. Yeah, no, like, you know, he'd like, he'd like do a whole, like, accordion number about, you know, hey, I'm having sex with your wife. No, wait, sorry. Uh, it's something unpredictable, but in the end, it's right. You know I'm having sex with your wife. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, God. Oh. Uh, I, I, oh, Celestia, what is this? <laughs> I would not marry Pinkie Pie for the record, but, you know, for the purposes of the joke. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> can... can... <laughs> <laughs> can, can Weird Al self-cuck? Uh, oh. Fellas, is it is it cuckolding to have sex with your own wife? Right? Uh. Uh. <laughs> uh. Okay, so. Uh, my fellow dudes, I'm so scared of showing emotion. <laughs> is it gay to fuck my wife? Uh. <laughs> Uh, oh, uh, okay. Oh, I'm so sorry. Okay, rare podcast crossover. There's an episode of Warehouse 13 where the guy Pete like is talking about how he likes this girl and how he like wants to spend time with her, and he's like, "I'm sorry for being such a girl and talking about my emotions." And it's like, "Fellas, is it gay to like a girl? Right? Is it gay to be a cis straight guy who's in love with a cis girl?" 
Huh? Apparently the answer is yes. Like, it's, it's very... I have my thoughts on Pete and his, like, rep- repressed bisexuality, and this is not the forum for those, but if if you, dear listener, want to hear them, you can listen to my one of my other podcasts at, well, anchor.fm slash warehouse69, or you can find it at princess.software. Uh, anyways. Uh, uh, excellent. I was watching the fourth wall, and it was beginning to shimmer a bit. I was worried. Well... I hope that podcast is doing okay. Well, we we finished Warehouse 69 pretty much before I left, so that's fine. Yeah. Excellent. Good. Yeah. Now I can just focus on Warehorse 69. Oh. Which is where I uh, look for a horse and then 69 with her. Oh, I mean, it's it's a very quick search every time. Yeah, yeah. You're pretty easy to find here. Uh, yeah. I do love having a beans available. Ah, uh, excellent. Very good. Um, uh, fuck. Uh, but, yeah, yeah, uh, Twilight is very bad at skating. Yep. And, and, and... Spike is gleeful about this. He loves watching this, which admittedly, it's pretty funny. It is pretty funny. I got some giggles out of watching yeah. it when I was, when I was by to deliver some coffee, but, like, mmm. Spike, you're being a little, like, hey, Spike, what are you doing? Yeah. Like, I get I get that you're a second-class citizen and no one really respects you, but, like, Spike? Spike, my dude? Uh, glass houses and casting stones here, my, my guy. Like... Yeah. Uh, yeah. Who knows, maybe Spike with his claws is a better, um... better skater. We do see him, right? like, standing on the ice just fine later. Right, like... If Spike was going to do any job here, it seems like helping out with melting the ice and stuff. He breathes fire. Hey, Spike, help out, my dude. Spike breathes fire and it just kind of sends the ice to Celestia. (laughs) Oh, do you know how much I would love to just find out that, like, Spike just sends, like, damp snowballs to Celestia (laughs) every time he breathes fire on a snowbank? Yeah, or, like, like, snowflakes keep uh, flying out of her chimney or whatever. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, so, you know, Pinkie Pie is like, oh, Twilight, I'm sure you'll be a natural just like me. And then um, it doesn't work. Uh, Twilight, Pinkie Pie is doing her level best to help, but Twilight is just out of control and not very good at this. And, uh, yeah. And long story short, she's bad enough that she crashes into Pinkie Pie and Spike and kind of rolls them into a big snowman. And Spike gets to say, uh, yeah, Twilight, you are a natural. A natural disaster. Uh, like he's just he's just such an asshole. I don't know why he's like this. Yeah, he he is the little brother. This is kind of his yeah. job. Yeah. I will say it helps give the show like some edge or like it's nice that everyone it's not nice, but like I don't know, if everyone was like unfailingly supportive to Twilight, it would feel very kid show for little girlsy. Yeah, and like, yeah, Spike Spike as the boy in the room being the piece of shit is, uh, relatable. Yeah. Ugh. Society, believe it or not, my friends, is bad. This is the jokerification of this podcast. We do live in a horse society. Yeah. What if we just made it okay that Spike actually wanted to go to the Grand Galloping Gala and maybe told him, Hey, Spike. You don't need to be quite such an asshole about the whole, you know, 
Twilight failing at trying to help people thing. Yeah. Also, flip side, we really should let Spike be, you know, a full citizen rather than a pet to the the yeah. princess's star pupil. Yeah. That's also fucked up. I like It's a bad situation. Yeah. Uh now Yeah. Yeah. So. After Twilight's fucked up skating. Yeah. I think I think she's like, Maybe I can go help Fluttershy. Yep, and then we kinda come up on a flutterbutt. Yeah. It's, look, it was very nice. It's very cute. The the tail was flicking around very adorably. Oh, I know, dear. Ah. Uh, look, I we we know who I simp for here, okay? Oh, I know, dear. <laughs> That's why I wrote down that this there's some Fluttershy butt in this episode because I wasn't even there, but I know you you watched. Yeah. Look, it was a very cute butt, all right? I know, dear. We I I I I know I already talked to you off about it, like when I came by with coffee afterwards. But like, look, I know, dear. It's very cute. I I enjoy getting to curl up with a nice warm horse while she talks about the butt she likes. Ah, uh, also attached to a very nice pony who's like going out of her way to be very soft about waking up every single animal out here. Which that really feels like maybe a system the animals should be able to take care of on their own yeah like i get that weather being controlled by weird pony magic is the thing going on but like hibernation is something the ponies have control over yeah like are the animal the animals are used to this by now like i don't know it seems it's, i guess it's like having a wake-up call when you have to like get up early at a hotel or something right? yeah like but like Fluttershy implies that, like, if she doesn't wake up the animals, then they just won't wake up. Which is pretty bleak, honestly. Yeah. Uh. But it's also where Spike finds out about hibernation. And, like, in the in the Dragonshy episode, we saw a giant dragon who was, like, going to sleep for a hundred years? Yeah. Dragons hibernate! Yeah, but how would Spike know this? He's never... Probably never really seen another dragon. That's why he's so fucking drowsy and grumpy in this episode. Is that he was supposed to be hibernating for the last, like, three months. Yeah. Or at least, like, he probably needs more sleep than he's getting. Like, yeah. you know, he's... They keep calling him a baby dragon. Babies need more sleep than adults. Yeah, like, he, he keeps getting woken up on Twilight's sleep schedule. Which probably isn't very good for him. Yeah. He does go to bed earlier than Twilight sometimes, which is nice, but, like, come on. Like... Yeah. Uh, again, like, again, like, you know this is a species that, as adults, can sleep for a hundred years, Twilight. Like, you dealt with this. It was a whole thing where you were really shitty to one of your friends for a while. Yeah. Like... Maybe respect that your fucking baby dragon might actually need to hibernate. Like, maybe... Maybe Spike just needs to do that thing that I wish I could do and just, like, sleep for a week straight. Oh, uh, that sounds really nice, though. Right? Uh, is that not the most, like, millennial thing to to wish for, is just to be unconscious for a week straight and feel rested at the end? Yeah. Like, no, no responsibilities, just fast forward a bit. Yeah. <sighs> for once feel like you've actually gotten even close to enough sleep for, for once. Yeah. Uh... <sighs> Yeah, um, uh, some of the, some of the little critters we see that Fluttershy, uh, wakes up are, uh, a pair of porcupines who, yeah. uh, exit their, their burrow 
give a big stretch, which is very cute, and then hug each other. And then, like, give a little scream and pull back, because both of them now have quills in each other. But the only only their bellies touched. How did they stick each other with quills? Right? Like, and if you're coming in for a hug, like, the, the arms are moving in the direction the quills are in. Like, the... There's no way you caught quills on the way in unless they were in like a really defensive posture and both of them were going in for the hug. So their quills would be relaxed. Yeah, surely like you would have a process for this, right? Like you've, you've hugged another hedgehog before. Porcupine. Yeah, yeah whichever. Yeah. I don't know. They were, they were spiky and small and they weren't yeah. the very clearly like rabbits or ferrets that we see. Yeah, they're, they're quill boys. They're boys with the quills. Yeah, they're Quills lads. Yeah, Quilliam and... Uh, Quintus. There we go. Quil... Uh, Quil... Quiltus. Qu- I don't know. Quilton. <laughs> uh, Bazinga. <laughs> uh, Quill Sheldon. <laughs> he's, he's, a, he's a porcupine in this one. Every, yeah. Everyone else is still a human, though. <laughs> That's why they're not here. Uh... I can't. Uh, I can't believe everyone else in the Big Bang Theory universe uh, adopted a hedgehog, named him Sheldon, and then banished him to the horse universe when he got too annoying. Ah, uh, uh, yes, that tracks. Uh, I. But, I don't think that's what happens in Young Sheldon, but I think it's. It is what happens in my Young Sheldon fan fiction. Yeah, like, I. I know nothing about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, and I wanted to keep it that way. And same thing with Young Sheldon. I don't want to know anything about that show, actually. Thank you. Ah. Uh, me? Uh, yeah. Me? I'm, I'm more into Bong Sheldon, where he does weed. You know, that actually sounds like it would be a pretty good show to watch. Yeah. I would I would love to see Big Bang Theory, but uh, Sheldon is a stoner. <laughs> exactly the same show, but... And, like, Sheldon still being the weird, like kind of shitty representation of an autistic person yeah. that he is but like also he's just a gigantic stoner and cannot stop talking about his goddamn ferret persona yeah wait no shit wait hedgehog uh, porcupine no i'm trying to think of some of this i'm having a moment to go through all the like major stoner furries i know bat bat seems pretty common in the like majorly stoners mm. that i know and see i've seen or like i have unfortunately I have unfortunately seen nearly every episode of the Big Bang Theory. Against my will, mind you. Um, yes. By the way, Lister, if you want, if you want to hire me to write this, uh, email me or something. We'll figure it out. Uh, but in the meantime, if I had to assign Stoner Sheldon for Stoner, why is this hard? Right. Like I was coming at it from like. Stoner furries, yeah. I know. I, I don't but like. I don't. That's kind of know very little yeah. about Sheldon, other than that he's just a shitty representation of an autistic that person. Is. I don't think he likes dogs. I don't think he'd pick a dog. Yeah. I think he would go for something like small and manageable. Maybe a so like, maybe like a mouse or a rat. Oh, I could see Sheldon as a mouse. Yes, yeah. he's he's definitely a stoner mouse. Yeah, I was also thinking that he'd be like, he'd probably also get into like some post furry shit. He might be a protogen. He might be a fucking yeah. stoner protogen. This is a podcast that's turned into assigning <laughs> assigning weird personas to stoner versions of the big fictional bang characters. Welcome, welcome to Big Pants, the podcast about the podcast about I, signing, assigning personas to stoner versions of the Big Bang Theory cast. We, 
we need to stop talking about Big Bong Theory. <laughs> there we go. That's what it's called. <laughs> oh no. Grace, we've come up with a good name for a podcast. We have to make it now, and I hate this. Uh, uh, oh, fuck. Ah. Uh, ah. Uh. <laughs> Note to us in future at some point, if we need to make, like, an April 1st episode, I think we know what our April 1st episode is. Yes. I, yes. The the problem is, given our track record, we would wind up isekai into California. Uh, that doesn't sound too bad, actually. Yeah, at least we'd have fingers, I assume. It's hard to tell. Look, uh, I, I don't want to think about the... Because there, there is the very good joy of just being isekai as my pony self into another setting. Yeah, that would be it, very funny is the thing. It would be very good. Ah, oh, fuck. But yeah, um, so, so, uh, Pinkie uh, Pie hands, hands over her little wake-up bell to Twilight. Yeah, um, and I, I hate to tell you this, but I did, I did search Big Bang Theory MLP, and I have found... Pony sodas oh, for the cast of the show. Several of them, actually. All right. Some of which are like unironically pretty good, and I'm a little mad about that. Okay. Um. Shit. Uh. So I'm gonna take a stab here. Um. Sheldon is a unicorn. Weirdly, the consensus seems to be that he's an Earth pony. Really? Okay. All right. I can see. But this. some of these, then- like where, they, where there's a cash shot, they all seem to be Earth ponies. So. Oh. Hard to say. Okay, but no, I, I can see Sheldon as an Earth Pony. Um, what's his name? I like. See, I only loosely know the characters. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't know his name, but he's Leonard. the guy who's got kind of. Pardon. I, okay, so the guys are Sheldon, Leonard, yeah, Howard, uh, Raj, Penny is the girl. Hmm. Okay. And then they so, all get married the- at some point, but I'm not going to like. I'm not going to tell you all the Big Bang Theory guys' wives. Yeah. Um, Raj? Ra- Raj is a unicorn. Absolutely. Right. Sheldon's an Earth Pony. Uh, I need the two guys, the two extremely white boy names. Can I get those again, please? So Leonard is like Sheldon's m- somewhat more normal roommate. Okay. And Howard is, um, uh, his personality trait is that he's Jewish. Okay. And also he's the yes. only one who doesn't have a doctorate. All right. Because I was going to say, he's probably a Pegasus. The other one of this four, I have... Oh, wait, no, I know exactly who that guy is. Okay, now I now I got... I think he's a unicorn as well. Mm-hmm. And then and then Penny's uh, also a Pegasus, I think. Yeah, a Pegasus. A pen- exactly. A Pegasus. Exactly. Why am I doing this? I'm so <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I think it's good, IMO. Oh, yeah. Fuck. Uh. Ah, uh, right. Um. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna close this search because some of these are like yeah, good, call. good. Some of them are bad, but um. Mostly, I'm just annoyed. Yeah, that's fair. Um. I, I my my brain my brain just went to the most horrible question, which is uh, what would be the pony sonas of the characters in uh. Doctor Strangelove, or how I learned that, <laughs> how I learned to stop worrying and love the bomb, which is, I still think one of my favorite movies. Yeah, but like, Ge- God, gentlemen, you can't horse in here. This is the war room, right? Uh, the war stable. Thank you very much. Ah, uh, me. I'm trying to enter the war room, which is what I call a stomach. <laughs>
<laughs> That's what that is. Or is the it is the room you get forward into? Or is the war room the mouth? Hmm. Or is the war room the see, kitchen? See, the mouth feels more like the foyer, the uh, the the voyer. Oh yeah, the 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 vestibule. <laughs> or that be the throat. That'd be the throat. See, I maybe I'm wrong here, but I associate the word vor with like the act of like doing the eating, right? Like, yes. Once you're in the stomach, it's. I mean, you've been vored, but the vor is kind of done. The vor is coming from inside the stomach. Like, like the inside the stomach seems like it's the aftershot, right? It's the post vor. So it seems yeah. like the room where the vor happens is the mouth. But the stomach is the destination. Yeah. Which is why the mouth is the voyer, the foyer of the vor, yeah. the entry point of the vor. Yeah, you, you enter the voyer, you go down the vestibule and end up in the vor room. Yeah, make sure to take off your shoes at the door. It's fine. Yeah, at the vor door. The mouth is exactly. The, the mouth is the vor door. <laughs> One cannot simply walk into <laughs> vor door. Yeah, I'd like to vor door the witness. Oh. Um, we got on some crazy tangents last episode, because it was just a bad episode of the show, but we're just going on crazy tangents on this episode, because this is just such a good episode of the show, we can't smack talk it. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Uh, all right, yeah. all right, but, we're almost done. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, so. Yeah, Twilight, Twilight gets, gets the bell, and sticks her head in, uh, uh one of the, one of the burrows, and has a, has a good chat trying to wake up the critters inside. Yeah. And it's snakes. Yeah, so we see, I did want to point out, we see Fluttershy, like, she, she tucks the bell under her wing, which... Oh, yeah, we do have some wing hand. Yeah, it's not necessarily wing hand, but it's it's kind of like, you know, holding a book under your armpit or something. Yeah, thank you for reminding me. That was extremely cute, but I forgot to put it in my notes. Yeah, yeah it, it looks good. It works. Um, yeah. And then... Yeah, so Twilight's like, oh, I wonder what kind of cute little woodland critter I'll wake up. And then she sticks her head in a mm. hole and rings the bell and it's snakes. And, like, the snakes are it's... fine. Like, they're not hurting anyone. They're friends. Yeah, the snakes, are, the snakes also hibernate. It's fine. Yeah. And then, like, Twilight's so spooked, she, like, runs into a different cave. This one's, like, a cave. It's it's big. And then, like, yeah, ah! Yeah, she backpedals. Yeah, they're like, ah, bats. And, like, the bats, you didn't even touch the bats, Twilight. They're above your head and, like, they're cute. They're good. I would smooch a bat. Yeah. Hi, Belina. Like, How you doing? Um, right? Uh, hey, same. Look, yeah. Batlina has two cheeks, which means we can both smooch her at the same time. Yeah. Very good. Uh, yeah. And then, and then she she pedals forward into a beehive into a tree. She hits a tree into a tree, which yeah. dogs the beehive down onto her head. Tfing like tfing her briefly into a beehive object head. Yes. Which, also, um, I don't want to be the bearer of bad news, but I think most of those bees are probably dead, actually, at that point. Yeah, like, she- Either, got... either they have been crushed by Twilight Head, or they were too far on the outside of that hive and got, like, frozen to death. Yeah, plus, like, she got stung a lot, and bees do not survive that, typically. Yeah, like, it's a- it's a bit of a mess. Yeah. Especially because she backpedals again- and this time ends up in uh, a, a fucking skunk burrow. Yeah, and then she gets sprayed. Which, like, yeah. Yeah. Also, I, I'm just gonna point out, 
Fluttershy was perfectly fine with snakes and bats and yeah. doesn't even like bat an eyelash at like skunk stink, yeah. even though like Spike is being shitty about it. Like, yeah. Hey, when Fluttershy is not having an entire episode around how much of a like shitty little scared character she is, it's actually like she's a pretty competent person who just like knows her job and actually enjoys doing it. Yeah, like it's. It's really only Twilight that's weird about snakes and bats. Yeah. But she wasn't even weird about bats when we were in the Ever Three Forest and bats yeah, flew over. Which I can kinda which I, I can I, kinda get that like if you're already scared and like suddenly you're surrounded by bats, that can be a little That can be a little unnerving. You know, suddenly there's all yeah. this like, you know, leathery flapping and squeaking and stuff. Yeah, um I will say though. I, I at risk of going down another horrible tangent, but snake, bat, bee, and skunk, she does run into all four very good options for fursonas. Correct. Yes, all four of these are just fucking bangers of fursona ideas. Yeah. Yeah, like I get it as a ex skunk, and I would have sprayed Twilight too. Admittedly, yeah. Oh, hundred percent. Admittedly, I have a. I like to think I have a nice had a nice smelling spray, but the point stands. Look, you got you got you got the you got the two the two packs in there. You just got to flick the switch to go from pleasant spray to the to the fuck you spray. Yeah, the one that's normally safe for turfs. <laughs> Setting my ass to turf mode. Ah, <laughs> uh, look, Twilight sometimes has some turf bangs yeah. going. I get it. Yeah, her hair is like that. Uh, yeah. I'm, I've gotten over it, but it's still there. I'm willing to blame the fact that like there's only so many like ways pony hair can be shaped, especially bang wise. Yeah, but they did they did have to give her turf bangs. Like, yeah, we've seen enough other styles. She could have gotten non turf bangs. Yeah, like they could have. All she needs is for someone to like cut her hair like at an angle or like do something like cut a notch in there or something yeah. it would it would have been pretty easy for her to not have turf bangs though i'm not sure turf bangs were as much of a concept in 2010 maybe yeah maybe they unfortunately, were unfortunately that was a more recent invention yeah. i wouldn't know i i was a dude in 2010 i mean no that's that's around when i i finally realized i wasn't uh. so yeah yeah so uh, yeah. yeah. And Twilight gets sprayed, and uh, we kind of cut to she's at a uh, the traditional tomato sauce soup bath for skunk, and she's covered in bee stings. And Spike's there, like scrubbing her and being like, "Oh, you should just use magic, Twilight. Just fucking use magic. It's the thing you do, Twilight. Yeah. Use your fucking magic." Yeah, because like Spike is like having to scrub her to get the skunk spray off. It's not like a good experience for him. Yeah, but like. In Twilight's defense, this is like this day has gone horribly for her, and her response is still, uh, "They say don't use magic, so I won't." Yeah, she's still doing her level best to help. Yeah, and uh, so then we cut to Twilight's walking up to Applejack, and she's like, "Hey, Applejack, can I help plow snow?" And Applejack's like, "Twilight, I don't think you can. Like, I'm I'm glad you want to help, but I don't think you're strong enough." Not, yeah, in so like many, not in so many words, but the implication is clear. Like, Twilight, you physically can't. Don't waste your time. Yeah, like, Twilight, we're very busy, and you're a weak little magic pony? You can't do this job. Yeah. Like, I appreciate that you're offering, but, like, please, Twilight, fuck off. We're busy and tired. 
Like, there there definitely seems to, like, I think this is the only time that, like, we've seen Applejack, like, at least to me, getting, like, actually, like, frustrated with Twilight. Because she already seems like she's not in a great mood and then doesn't want to deal with Twilight yeah, like, right now. Yeah, like, you know. I I would be a little short with Twilight too in that situation. I don't like. Oh, it. totally. I don't like that I would be short with her. But like, I know if she'd walked up to me, I would have been a little rude. I'll be honest. Like, yeah. I I think I think also the, a little bit of the the episode took over her personality because like she's she was pretty prejudiced against magic just in general. Like she was being really shitty about just like the fact that Twilight can do magic, which like. Back with the Trixie episode, she was the one who came out with, like, we all love you for your magic, Twilight. Yeah, like... So, like, yeah. weird that you're now being shitty about the fact that she can only do magic, Applejack. Yeah, like, there's a number of ways to read this, like, you know, like, she's kind of implying that, like, Twilight can't help, like, she's a little mad at herself or Twilight or the state of things that Twilight can't help or, like, you know. Yeah. Why, why don't you, why don't you, yeah, why don't you take your fancy pants horn somewhere else? Yeah, like, she she was clearly tired when I brought her some hot yeah. chocolate, but, like, she wasn't anywhere near as, like, snippy as she is yeah. with Twilight. Yeah. You, uh, you were also bringing her delicious hot chocolate and not asking to help with something you can't help with. Yeah, that's fair. I, fa- I found a very good niche and filled it. Yeah. Which is funny, because it usually works the other way around. Right? I usually am the niche. Yeah, yeah and, I, I understand. And you're a very good niche, dear. You're very, uh, you're very uh, good and fun to fill. Uh, hey, God. Ah. Hmm. So, uh, uh, Twilight insists on helping, anyways, and uh, she kind of hops into the the plow thing, which is um, for the readers at home, imagine like a, it's like a Flintstones car, or like that. Yeah, that was what I was gonna go with. It's like a Flintstones car with a little plow on the front. Yeah. So like, you step inside, like all four who's inside this like plow mobile. And then you kind of push it from the inside. And uh, Twilight is trying, and uh, she cannot move it for love or money. And uh, Yeah. But she's... And then she remembers what Spike just said to her, and, like... It's a little weird that, like, the show plays the audio of what Spike just said as if we forgot. Yeah. But I, I guess, yeah. like... Yeah. Especially since Spike is like, Atta, girl, she's taking my advice right after. It's a little much, but I get it. Yeah, and, and Applejack is just like... Wait, yeah. I know what that means. She's using magic. Yeah, so Twilight is like, hmm, maybe I could use a come-to-life spell on it. Which, like, Twilight, why don't you just, like, pick it up with your magic or, like, push it? Why do you have to make yeah. it alive? Yeah, that's a, that's a weird one, Twilight. But, like, she, like, this is one of those things of, like, Rarity used her magic to lift some stuff. Like, Twilight... Using her magic to just, like, push a plow next to everyone else seems perfectly fucking reasonable as a use of magic in this kind of shit. Yeah. Like, literally, she is not physically strong enough to do the thing, so she is just using her magic to be, like, as strong as everyone else. Yeah. Like, I- cool. That would have been a very good angle of this, but this is a TV show, so they can't do that. Yeah, they have to punish Twilight for using her magic, and so, um, really, this entire problem snowballs on her. And by that, I mean... <laughs> Aha, see? I had a lot of time to think of that while I was dealing with the consequences from her snowball. Um, yes. So she... The plow starts going faster and faster because 
she brought it to life, which means she can't slow it down. Oh, oh, I made this plow alive, but now I can't kill it. That would be murder. <laughs> but, like, yeah, like, our horn's glowing the whole time, which was, like... And the plow is also glowing. Yes. But explicitly the horn glowing has always been, like, this is the active spell still yeah. happening thing. Like, we've seen her magic still affecting stuff, and her horn stopped glowing when, like, she stopped casting a spell. So she's, like, channeling this yeah. spell, I guess, and she just can't stop? Yeah. Or, like, I get the, like, at past a certain point, like, you can't just stop on a dime because there's physics involved, but it certainly seems that, like, once she realized it was speeding up too much, she could have stopped. Yeah, there was a long period of time. Yeah. Like, there was a straight, like, two or three minutes of just her, like, being pushed by this plow, like, with her stuck in it. Mm-hmm. And it making, like, a, a larger and larger snowball. Yeah, like, it It seemed like there were many times where she could have simply stopped channeling the spell, but I, yeah. I, I guess she didn't. Because plot. Yeah. Yeah, like, it's applied that, like, it's kind of out of her control, which uh, seems, I guess, is what happens if you bring a plow to life while you're in it. Yeah. It... I don't, I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. Anyways, uh, it go it starts going way too fast. It scoops up a bunch of snow. It makes this big old snowball, a big snowball that picks up rare, picks up Spike and Applejack, and um, kind of rams them into a cliff, which sends all the snow like, uh, crashing down back onto the field. Yeah, all, all the snow that's been, I guess, piled up on top of this cliff over the. Fields? Yeah. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, and then, uh, every pony there is mad at her for, I think, very obvious reasons. Yeah. And, like, yeah. It's one of those things of, like, it, it's, 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 it's hard to be angry at someone who's trying to help, but when they try and help and fuck it up real bad, like, it feels bad to be angry at them, but fuck Twilight. Yeah, like, I get it. I've been in Kind of her position before, but, uh, we're already breaking our backs here. Yeah, it, yeah, so she skulks off, which, like, yeah. good for everyone involved, honestly. Yeah, and then she kind of leaves, and then, uh, we come across, uh, she comes across a, uh, I think she's, like, being depressed at a bush. Yes, yeah, she's hiding in a bush. So that no one can see her failing at being part of Winter Wrap-Up. Yep, and then Spike's, like, trying to get her to come out. And then we... Notably, also, like, as soon as Spike... Like, as soon as, like, Applejack realized that Twilight was using magic, Spike just fucking turns on a dime and starts, like, harassing Twilight for having used magic. He's like, uh, Even though he was the one who pushed her to do it. Yeah, he's like, ah, the nerve! Right? Like, what a little flip-flopping little weasel. Yeah. And not in the cute tube animal way, like the, the shitty way. Spike is not a tube. He is not... Yeah. Spike is not a good tube. He is a... He is a naughty little purple guy. Yeah. I'm not... I'm not saying the, uh... The obvious thing to call him here, because uh, that belongs to a shitty company. Yes, correct. Uh, anyways. Then we get a... We, we, hmm? I was just gonna say, uh, when when Twilight's talked to the bush, we finally get the conflict of the episode. Yep. Uh, basically, we get a uh, 
we get Applejack and Fluttershy are arguing and kind of pulling, trapping Applejack, I almost said trapping Applejack, trapping Rainbow Dash in this pickle, where yeah, basically Applejack wants the snow melted now so she can plant the crops, but Fluttershy wants the snow melted slowly or not at all because she hasn't woken up all the animals yet. Yeah. So they're they're just one's screaming do it and the other one's saying don't and like Rainbow Dash being so full of her usual uh bimbo energy is just like following whichever order was the last one shouted. Yeah, instead of like she does eventually just say like make up your minds, but like the reasonable thing to do here would have been like, you know, okay, like once you two decide once you two come to a decision, I'll do the thing. But like you know. Yeah, or like, can we work this out in a way to like, yeah, clear some skies over those fields, but like keep the clouds over the burrows to like give the give that area a little bit more cold to have more time. Yeah, exactly. Who knows? Maybe the maybe uh, the geography makes that difficult. Like the the animal zone is downhill from the the fields. Who knows? Uh, yeah, but um, and we get we get one of the weirdest lines in the episode, which is saying yeah, something. Yeah, so the Mayor Mayor shows up, and she's just... Oh, I'm glad you know exactly what I meant with that statement. Yeah, I think I, I wrote it down word for word, or basically, where she's like, stop arguing. I My amazingly inspirational speech should have uh, inspired you all to get Rinder wrap-up done on time. <laughs> yeah, that was the <laughs> one. Like, it's like the show knows that Mayor Mayor doesn't do anything. Yeah, right? Uh, and they even they even have the whole, like saying the shitty name for for bubble wrap because yeah. like she went north to get the birds that went south for the winter yeah and and someone else is like oh yeah last year she went west and it's like this is the male pony she can't be that bad at directions right yeah. like that's that's silly that's just stupid actually this is the pony that does the mail well but this is a different one this one has purple hair we see her later so is that our bubble wrap and i'm sorry to say the name but like our bubble wrap and ditzy do Two different ponies? I don't know. I think I've heard them both use his names for the same pony because I don't. I don't know if Purple Mane really comes up again. No, like there, we've seen quite a few Pegasi this episode that like we never really see again. So maybe they are like higher hires on from like the like other like towns nearby. Yeah. Maybe maybe our purple mane one like I didn't I didn't see her cutie mark very clearly. It didn't I don't think she had like the bubbles that bubble wrap has. Either way, if we see her around town, we'll ask, I guess. Yeah. But... Hey, what's your name? And what do you do? Yeah. Right? <laughs> Who is your you and what do they do? What's your whole situation? Yeah. I don't know. Like I I don't recall seeing that pony around before, so maybe maybe they are just from outer town. Brought in to help with winter wrap up. Okay, no, she does have the bubble cutie mark. I I remember now. Really? Yeah. Maybe, okay. I'm... Maybe they're siblings or something. Who knows? Yeah. Well, if it comes up, we'll find out. Yeah. It... If not, it's just a plot hole. Yeah. Well, we will simply ask our darling male mayor, like, yeah, hey, is like Double D your friend or something, or like, did you dye your mane while you were out at birds? Yeah. Well. Yeah. We'll ask. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Yeah, so it's it's pretty funny how like it's made very clear that the mayor doesn't really do anything. Like she's not really helping yes. in any way. She's not even wearing a vest, I don't think. 
Yeah. Yeah, she's not. She's she just gave a speech and then vanished <laughs> yeah. for a while. I, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then and then Twilight remembered after uh, watching all her friends not, bicker not yet. and finding out that not like yet. Oh, sorry. So, uh apparently Carabelle lost the seeds. Oh, right. Yes. I forgot about that. Yeah. I get and then, like, they're kind of just talking about everything that's gone wrong, and then Big Mac walks up, is like, you know, go ahead, Caramel, tell him what happened, and then Applejack's like, you lost the seeds again, didn't you? The grass seeds, or whatever, didn't you, Caramel? Yeah, it was, gra- it was grass seeds. Yeah. And then, Ugh. yeah, Double D went north, and then... Yeah, this is where uh, Mayor Mara is like, oh, another year of scandal and shame because winter wrap-up is going to be late again. Yeah, Twilight's like, oh, wait a second, late again? Yeah, the- All of you are fuck-ups? Yeah, every- they even say, wait a second. They even say, like, why can't we be organized? And then, like, it takes a little bit for Twilight to realize, oh, wait, organized. I have two personality traits, magic and being obsessive about organization. <gasps> Perfect. Is anyone here a marine biologist? Ah, <laughs> uh, oh, fuck. Uh, thank you for coming to... I, I'm trying to come up with a horse pun for Seinfeld. I don't know. It's a nay about nothing. Hey. Hey. Well, nay. Oh. Hmm. Well, shit. Uh, it's yeah, a show is... about Nathan. Thank you. Ah, perfect. Uh, this is also, we mentioned it earlier, but like, she just like fucking squeezes a bird to make it make a whistle noise to get everyone's attention. And like, that's fucked up, Twilight. Yeah, like, Twilight, you can make a whistling noise with your horn, I guarantee. Like, you know the birds understand the things you say. You've you've hung around with like Fluttershy. Just just ask him. Just be like, hey, can you can you can you make a shrill noise so I, so you can get people's attention, please? Yeah. So uh, because <sighs> I always make bad decisions for this sort of thing, I did look up Seinfeld MLP, and oh no, oh no, I, I did find like a couple or like maybe just one person who's drawn pony sonas for the. Uh, the Seinfeld cast, but, like, they do the thing where, like, they give the ponies, like, the same skin and hair color as the no, humans. No! No! It doesn't look good. No! No skin-colored ponies! Don't do this! Yeah, don't, if, don't make them white people colored. It doesn't work. Don't do it. Like, if there is nothing, listener, that you take away from this podcast... Uh, aside from just how extremely horny I am over Grace and how wonderfully cute she is, and I really love Graceful Spark. Aww. Anyway, yeah, yeah, enough yeah. talking about the princess. The thing that I want you to take away from this is do not draw your fucking ponies like their fur is skin. Please do not. Yeah, like, I appreciate anyone who, like, adapts some kind of non-pony media into horses. I think that's very good. There's a reason I keep looking for it. But, please. Show a little more uh, creativity than, like, using the real human's skin and hair color. Please, interpret a little bit. Like, even if you use their normal skin color, uh, hair color, rather. Like, give them a fur color. Like, yeah. I, I, I've i seen very little Seinfeld, but, like, I'm assuming those characters have, like, kind of generic outfits that they reliably wear. Yeah. Like, just, 
if they have a shirt that they pre-frequently wear, just make their fur color that shirt color. That's it. If you want to make a Bart Simpson fucking pony, make him red. Because he's got a red yeah, shirt on you, the whole time. Simpsons are a weird one because, like, ponies can be yellow. Yes, I realized I grabbed a weird yeah. one, but that was also the first show I could think of that had, like, you yeah. know, a character with a, a specific color yeah. shirt. I'm going to be honest, Marge Simpson as a green pony with, like, a blue crazy mane yeah. actually is a pretty good vibe. I'm sure that already exists. We can't go down this rabbit hole right now. Yeah. We've gone down so many. Yeah, I mean, I already did, but yes. Unfortunately, uh, everyone does seem to draw the Simpsons horse. <laughs> Wait, no, no. I I found one. I found one. Uh, Ho- oh, they made Homer, like, white. Like, pu- like FFFFF, like, pure white, which is a weird choice. But Marge is green. Bart is orange, which seems weird. But they made Lisa red. Because I- she also wears oh, that red dress. So I guess that makes sense. Yeah, they needed to to deviate between Bart and Roxanne. <laughs> and Maggie is blue. So, like, yes, this one, this person took your advice. Yeah, good. Uh, maybe I would have gone for maybe a little bit more of a gray tone than pure white. Yeah, I, I would not have made Homer that color. I get what they're doing. Like, they're adapting a shirt yeah. color, but, like, mm-hmm. it doesn't look good. Yeah. Uh, uh, artist tip number two. Don't don't use FFFFF as white. Like, yeah. Just well, use, like, a line of C's or something, yeah. you know? Get a little bit of gray in there. Sorry, all zeros would be white. All F's is black. Anyways, right. don't, yes. neither of those looks good on no. a horse. No, incorrect. Other way around. You're thinking CYMK, not R- um, RGB for color value. Yeah, I guess I would be, yeah. Like, Hi, I'm, yeah. the, I'm the one who was a digital artist before we got here. Yeah, I have yeah. to deal with hex code. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I got my... I got pigments and light mixed up again. Yeah. Ah. Because again, if it's CYMK we're talking about, you are correct. Yeah. Maxed out is black yeah. in that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm CYMK, ah. a cromulent mare, you know? Ah, <laughs> uh, fucking cromulents. <laughs> I hate my least favorite species in Star Trek. Uh, you know, the, uh. the guys who founded Rome, Cromulus and Cremus? Ah. <laughs> uh. We can agree that Worf would be a fucking griffin, though, right? Yeah. Me, I'm more... Klingons or griffins? Yeah. Me, I'm more into Worf. <laughs> oh. I, I never watched that much Star Trek. I, I caught a lot of it as a kid. Mm-hmm. In that case, I hope you I hope <sighs> you enjoyed my Worf joke. It was it was very good. I'm thinking about Worf voring someone, and it is the most honorable thing. The, the, the Worf effect is when they show that the new guy is a real threat by eating, having him eat Worf. <laughs> <laughs> no! 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 I hate this. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm always correct. You are, though, is the problem. Yeah, it's my it's my cross to bear. <sighs> um, but anyways. But yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, Twilight's like, oh, you need to be organized, eh? Spike, go get my checklist. Yeah. And then. Twilight saves the day by organizing things. Like she has more than one person work on Nest. By the way, um, we see that at this point we see that Rarity has spent the entire time trying to fix Twilight's Nest, and also that it's just and, Rarity. Yeah, like and, and and like yeah, she's just breaking down, crying into Twilight's Nest, like actual like tears coming out because she's just trying to fix this one nest. Yeah, 
to be fair, Rarity cries at the drop of a hat mood. But yes. Yeah, like Rarity has been completely. I mean, she worked a lot of time on that hat and she sat and hit the dirt. I understand. Yeah. And, uh, hey. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Took a second there. Yeah. Uh, uh. I, ha- I also hate when my hats get dirty. I get it. Mm-hmm. But so that but Twilight with the power of organizing um has a second pony help Rarity with the nest. She has Amethyst help, I believe. And uh yeah. has the implication seems to be that there's the they're also like production lining yeah. it rather than just having one person doing every part of the job. Yeah. And then yeah, and they have the uh they have the plow ponies walk push the carts in front of the planting ponies who, you know, shake the seeds onto the ground. What? Yeah. Which might make sense. I was under the impression that, like, I know the ground would get frozen and hard and you'd have to wait for it to thaw, but I'm not a farm horse. Yeah. It's been, I've tried to farm horse. It's been made very clear to me that I cannot do it. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a not a great... It's not the best vibe of all this. Yeah. Um, But we do see Fluttershy with just having multiple bells, like, all roped over burrows simultaneously. Wouldn't it take more time to, like, hang up the bells than it would to just, like, ring them. Yep. Like, it, if... It would just be easier to get a louder bell. Yeah, like, if it would be okay to, like, hang up bells and then pull the string, unless you plan on leaving the bells up all year, but that seems silly. I mean, yes, but if you got, like... See, now we need to get some, like, mechanization into this, but, like, I'm sure there's, like... what We had Rarity and Gang making, like, nice, cute uh 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 comfy apartments i mean uh nests for birds mm. like all the burrows are in one place what if the burrows were just like specifically built just like have a bell in them so you don't need to walk up like just when once the hibernation's ready to go you just like i don't know buttons a little bit of a silly yeah, idea but a like a lot of bells isn't it yeah but like she does it anyway yeah. in this she, like they they clearly have the bells yeah, really, it seems that, like, just, if this was acceptable, it seemed like you could have just, like, stood in the middle, like, walked around ringing the bell, right? Right, yeah, exactly. Like, like that, that is also the very good solution. Yeah, like, uh, yes, the animals don't get their, like, individualized wake-up calls, but, like, you know, if that, you're already willing to not do that, apparently. Yeah, just, like, have the, the, the general, the general alert bell to get all them, like, waking up, and then, like have a bunch of ponies wandering around like taking care of them as they're exiting the burrows yeah. like as long as they're waking up yeah because fluttershy does mention that her job is also like you know give them some food and such which that makes yeah, sense but like yeah you don't you don't have to wake them up one by one like and you know that but you don't have to string up a bunch of bells to do it you could just walk around ringing a bell i guess the only major advantage for the system they use is that they are definitely sure they don't miss anyone mm-hmm. but like that feels like just having, I don't know, a few ponies on watch and having, like, a map you can cross off burrows on as you see, like, animals exiting them. <sighs> and then any burrow that still has an animal in it, that's the one that gets the personalized wake up. Like, yeah. there are ways to better organize this. And... <laughs> yeah. I, I would have said something, but, you know, oh, oh, push the cart, Spark. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I, I, I'm the only pony who knows how to call out the bullshit of horse society. They gets all lot to do it for free. Yeah, by the time I got back there with some with some tea, they were just they like they'd already done it. So um, yeah, I I couldn't question it at that point. Yeah, yeah. Montage got a montage, you know. Yeah. Next year, 
Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so this all happens. Uh, Twilight is still scared of the snakes, but, like, I guess she doesn't have to get close to the snakes anymore, so that's a bonus. Yeah, Fluttershy is, like, super cool about snakes, actually. She seems to think, yeah. like, again, montage, but, like, she gives snakes a nice big smile, yeah, so, like, like, I don't yeah. know. She's cool with yeah, snakes. It seems like Fluttershy would deal with snakes fairly frequently in her line of work. Like, you know, it makes sense mm. that she would be cool with snakes. Snakes are a fairly common woodland critter, which are kind of her job. Yeah, plus, makes sense. snakes good. I'm a snake appreciator. Snakes, extremely wholesome and, and good. Yeah, snakes good. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> yeah, and then, uh, now it's apparently okay for the Pegasi to make a cloud tornado. Yeah. And they make this... This big old cloud tornado that, like, sucks up all the clouds and all the snow off, like, the mountains and just blows it away, I guess. Again, it's it's montage time and Twilight's uh, perfect, efficient bureaucratic power is is making everyone work more efficiently. I don't know. Yeah. Also, she, like, she also organizes the ice score ponies, which I guess previously was just Pinkie Pie. I mean, it seemed to imply that there were other ponies doing it, and just Pinkie Pie was doing one, like, it seems like the old system was, like, one pony per lake. Yeah, which makes sense. Pinkie Pie says, like, I'm in charge of ice scoring, which implies that, like, uh, yeah, she's the best at it, she can do it herself. But Twilight's new system is, like, you have a bunch of ponies, and they all just get in a straight line to make the grid crisscross, and then they're done, which makes sense. Yeah, like, that's... it. That is possibly the most, like, yeah, organization solves this problem. Um, no, when we were having the, uh, like, uh, montage of all the fuck-ups before Twilight took over, one of the things was that the, the ice skaters, uh, made the chunks too big, oh, and yeah. we saw, like, Pinkie Pie shrugging, and there were, like, five ponies just flailing around uh, on, on yeah, a lake. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. It would be, it's weird that I remember that, given that I wasn't there, but I know what you're talking about. Look, you have a memory of the episode you watched years that's ago. A good, that's it's fine. a good point. Ah, uh, yeah, but and yeah. then yeah, the cloud tornado happens and everything's good, and the ice breaks up and melts, and uh, uh, Double D comes back with a bunch of birds with in her purple mane, and uh, I'm I'm growingly convinced that's a different pony. Yeah, we've seen a few ponies that share cutie marks. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. Anyway, unimportant, yeah. and then. It worked. Uh, they wrapped up winter in time. Spring is here on time for the first time in a long time. And they give Twilight a special vest for being the very best horse. Um, yeah, It's got all three colors on it, which is which is cute. It's a nice little... It's actually quite a nice little vest. Yeah. It has a whole, like, Elements of Harmony transformation, like, flash attached to it when Twilight puts yeah. it on. Because they definitely didn't want, did not want to animate how a horse puts on a yeah. vest. Uh, we also went past something that I think may be perhaps our most controversial loaf yet. Ooh, loaf traversy. Uh, be- right? Because uh, when everyone's celebrating that they've done all the work, uh, Applejack points out that um, uh, Spike's going to be awful upset when that uh, ice melts because he is like sleeping on the, like he's just asleep yeah. on the last chunk of ice on the on the yeah. lake. His legs, his back legs are tucked in, his arms are tucked under his head, and he's sleeping and very comfy. Is this a spike loaf? Ah, uh, the rare and majestic spoof. Well, I... Right? I don't have a good memory of, like, seeing this. Ah, uh, I... 
I think I think we may have to consult some records and 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 come back on that. Um, for those of us who follow the Twitter, I'll make a I'll make a post at some point to to comment on on whether or not we we have deemed this a spoof. Um, okay, so now so I, I found I've I'm looking at something now. I've, I've uh, dredged the image up from my memories, and the thing I'm noticing is that like uh, Spike's legs are loafing, but his hands are like kind of crossed under his head but we've had a rarity loaf that was almost this exact same pose before with like the the crossed legs rather than for just straightforward yeah and like i can't deny that his body is loaf shaped in this i think yeah. are we having loaf creep is the question mm-hmm, mm-hmm. here's the thing i'm willing to call this a loaf because frankly i'm not sure how he could make his body more loaf shaped Exactly. And also, it's been like fucking three episodes since we've had a single fucking loaf. I need this. Uh, I think it's a spoof. All right. Okay. We'll we'll deem it a spoof. Uh, but also, like, is this just me? Or would Twilight make a really good mayor? Yeah, like, she's kind of doing the job that, like, you would expect the mayor to do. Pretty consistently, honestly. Yeah, like, it's made very clear that, like, the mayor is doing nothing. Like, yeah. I gave a really good speech, like. Yeah, like that, that's basically the one thing Twilight isn't great at, is if she needs to make a speech, she makes fucking cue cards, and that, that ain't good, Twilight. Because, yeah. like, when she needs to make a speech spur of the moment, Twilight's good at speeches. Yeah, but she a- will absolutely let her stage fright get the better of her if she has time to think about it. Yeah. Ah. <sighs> And then she sends a letter to the princess about, uh, and then she sends a letter to the princess about how everyone has has hidden talents and if they're patient and diligent, they will find them. And also it's about how teamwork is good. Isn't that just cutie marks? Yes. I, (laughs) excellent. She sends a letter about cutie marks. Princess Celestia is unimpressed. Well, like this episode is about like. Sometimes you are good at things other than the thing you think of yourself as being good at, right? Yeah, that's like, fair. Yeah, it it is the fact that she had a second personality trait that pulled through for the the rest yeah, of the crowd. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, I get it, right? Like if you dropped like, you know, human grace or skunk grace, you're not like not me big big gay earth pony into a situation like this, mm-hmm. you know. Human grace is like indoorsy and like good at computers and shit, but like bad with her hands like she would also struggle to like find something to do at a winter wrap-up type event i get it yeah i'm i'm thinking about what old human me would have done in this and like probably the same shit as a way to avoid having to do the the manual labor hauling job because there's actually no i probably would have gone in on the nest thing yeah yeah so it's i get it because Really, it seems like the the secret moral of this episode is like those you can't do manage. Mm. Yeah, it's a little because like because this yeah. doesn't generalize, right? Like only so many people can be managers, right? Like what? Like, yeah. You do if there's a second horse who like is having a hard time finding something to do on winter wrap up. Like the job of all team coordinator or whatever is filled. I mean. She can't be everywhere. That's that that feels like a job that could use some subordinates of its sure. own. But now we're creating a bureau- bureaucracy of of wrap up. Well, exactly, like a wrap up bureaucracy. Exactly, like the 
at some point you run the risk of like creating a useless layer of middle managers who uh take a belt who uh mostly just stand around issuing orders while uh you know some other ponies and by the way now fewer ponies do the actual like physical work that needs to be done like look all i'm saying is the middle managers should be selected by the ponies they're going to be organizing yeah like but yeah that's a different yeah issue. like the job of formare or is like a, a useful one like it, mm. it is a useful position to have someone whose job it is to like be aware of everything and to like make sure everyone is like being put to good use in hindsight that's like applejack and rainbow dash and and i guess fluttershy was doing that job yeah though yeah though as we can see the problem is that like there's no one to coordinate between the teams yeah. Like, as we see, once Twilight got involved, like, they borrowed Big Mac to, like, haul bales of hay for the nest folks, and, you know, they coordinated mm -hmm. when the Pegasi did the thing, and so on and so forth. Yeah, like, I would say Twilight's job in all this is probably bigger than a one-pony job. Yeah. But, like, yeah, there definitely is a point of, like, once there's, like, ten of her pony, like, ponies doing that job, it's getting a little out of hand, but, like... I don't yeah. know. I could see Twilight having like a secretary pony. Yeah, like she already has Spike. That helps. She has Spike following her around. But yeah, Ponyville's a big place. I imagine she would. She would probably like put an extra set of hooves to good use. Like a Pegasus with her, just acting as like runner yeah. for just checking in on things and making sure she's updated. Yeah, like that would be useful. That that would be yeah. Ah. <sighs> oh, yeah. That's horse baby. Oh, one last yeah. thing. Uh, Spike has a really cute house coat right at the end of this yeah, episode he, that he's like. Yeah, so he caught a, he in, caught a cold from falling into the you know the lake, and mm -hmm. uh, he's all sleepy and bundled up and sneezy at the end. Yeah, but again, very cute house coat he's in when he's like falling asleep writing the letter to Princess Celestia. Yeah, as someone who's an appreciator of cozy dragons, he's a cozy dragon. Correct. Uh he's. He is at least getting much closer on the scale of Cozy Dragon. Yeah. He'll get there one day. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, that's horse, everyone. Yeah, that's horse. Now that's horse. And that's what I call horse. <laughs> I hate this. Uh, those truly were some horse. Yeah. Uh, shall we do our winter wrap-up of this episode? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that sounds Me, good. Me, winter wrap-up is what I call it when I wear a condom and it's cold outside. Anyways. Oh, no. Oh, God. Ah. <laughs> uh, ah. Uh. Uh. By the way, Beans, you might be horse pregnant. Wait, what? Huh? What? Huh? I don't know. Face. Understood. Ah. Uh, <laughs> truly it was. Uh, okay. You were hit by a horse truck, got east-get into Equestria. I have been... Your beloved Graceful Spark, with me as always, is, is my darling Spilled Beans. You can find me and all my writing programs, podcasts, posts, and everything else is fit to plug at princess.software. Beans, where can we find you? Uh, I'm I'm the pony who's who's behind the uh, uh, Horse Isekai uh, Twitter account, and uh, Dracos.art is where you can find my other shit, or uh, at Dracosart on Twitter. Oh yeah. See ya. See you next week, folks. Mwah. Goodbye.